0: Up in, I oh, yeah. Um, so I went to ACCCM, which is Atlanta Chinese Christian Church North, so it's like the north sector of Atlanta. Uh huh, but yeah, and I'm not sure what denomination I think we were Baptists, but I also think we were Protestant. I don't really know, I don't remember. Um, I remember seeing people
1: getting baptized, so so. That sounds evangelical. Okay, I don't know.
0: But it also uh, depends
1: on the teachings and stuff. I'm such a nerd. It's okay. You
0: can nerd out. I don't really have extensive religious knowledge on Christianity. So you got to make up for it. <laughs> but, oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> I saw um, a lot of churches actually around me that are emerging of like, an ethnicity, an Asian ethnicity with, um, a spirituality, so in the town I grew up in, there's a lot of Korean churches, Mm -hmm. a lot of Korean churches, and I think around that neighborhood area, um, Chinese churches, but yeah, it's just an interesting phenomenon I've noticed, but I think it's a, church has, church for a lot of Korean Americans and Koreans have become a place not just of worship but like of community as well
1: um, mm-hmm. but yeah I remember I wrote a paper for my history seminar about um, specifically Chinese Americans and why a lot of Chinese Americans tend to be part of evangelical mm-hmm. um, communities which I found just to be interesting. Um and I think part of it is that because America had such a long history of discriminating against Asian Americans, really a mm-hmm. way to find community was in these religious spaces. Yeah. And they also served as more as religious spaces, like there are places to find support, financial resources, mm-hmm. career resources exactly and stuff if you needed them. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally forgot about the other point that
0: I was going to say, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but I think for me, so I'll talk about my, I guess, religious upbringing first. So my parents are not religious whatsoever. Even like mm-hmm. um, their parents, like my grandparents, they're like Buddhist or Taoist, um, a mix of those or whatever. My parents don't even practice that (laughs) they just like go along with their parents they don't really believe in it Mm um and how I became a Christian and then fell out of it is a long story but I'll tell so uh my parents wanted me to learn Mandarin um because that is important to them um so I went to I took Mandarin classes and it was at a church um it's one of those like resources, that you said, that has been provided through the church. Um, but my parents couldn't take me there every weekend because it was on Sunday and they needed to go to work. So a friend of ours or theirs in a neighborhood um, went to church and he offered to take us. But he was religious. So um, Chinese class didn't start until like after the service and everything. But he <laughs> took us there like, you know to go to the services and like listen to, go to mass and like listen, take classes. Mass is Catholic. Oh, I don't know, I'm sorry. Service, Uh, no, you're fine. I was gonna say service. And then, um, yeah, so I kind of slowly got, uh, what's the term, converted? I didn't have a religion before anyways, so I don't know, uh-huh. but, um,
1: yeah. Do you think kids can, like, when kids convert to religions, do you think, I often, like, wonder about that, because I know in, okay, I'm not articulating myself well. all, um, I know in Baptist churches, they pretty much let you get baptized at any age, and often mm-hmm. people do it when they're, if you're, if you grew up in the church, usually it's when you're 12, 13, 14. But I often wonder if there's, like, if there should be an age cap. Because I think at a certain age, things tend to be more black and white. And mm. and it's easier to ex- embrace things. And it's kind of hard to make such a serious commitment at such a young age.
0: Yeah. I yeah. Wait, uh, Let me ask, why is it usually around 12 or 13? Hmm. Like, I know what... When's the earliest you can get baptized? Like when you're born, right?
1: Um, so in my denomination, well, I guess I'm not, I don't really affiliate myself with Baptists anymore, but Baptists don't believe in infant baptism because you have okay. to make the choice yourself. Oh, so pretty okay. much as soon as you're able to like make the choice yourself, mm-hmm. you can get baptized. And that just usually happens in your teens. Because usually if you're, like, a little kid and you're, like, five and you're, like, I want to get baptized, like, adults will know, no, you're, you're five. Uh-huh. So, you can't you're be. Mm-hmm. So they think
0: children can make their, like, real decisions at 12.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know at my church it often happens because we used to go to a Southern Baptist camp. It was, like, a it was a summer camp in South Carolina Uh and you would spend a week there and you would, like, learn a lot about um, Christianity. I guess more evangelical Christianity. And a lot of people found that experience to be very Mm life-changing. So they would come back and get baptized right after. So So, I think that's why people started at 12. But I don't know about uh, other churches. But I've heard other people also. When's the latest you can get baptized? Oh, you can get baptized whenever. Okay. Like, if you want to get baptized on your deathbed and people have done it, like, they will come with a spray bottle and they'll just, like, spritz you. Wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> but, um, honestly, I think kids don't, kids probably don't have, quote-unquote, free will or, like, choice-making, decision-making brains developed yet at that age, I feel like. hmm Um... Yeah, that's my take. I don't know what else to yeah. say. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the whole baptizing thing makes me kind of uncomfortable, but
1: Really? It's okay. Yeah. W- what part of it? Is it the ritual part? Yeah, of the it? ritual part of it. I don't Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess like part of it feels kind of culty because like you often dress in white feel and you and you're submerged, and it's symbolic. Yeah, I'm just like, it's just
0: water. But
1: it's just water, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't want to offend anyone or anything, but that's
1: my own personal opinion. Yeah. But yeah. I had this conversation with my boss. She's um, Quaker, but she works with a lot of different religious communities, and mm-hmm. we were talking about the coronavirus, and how people who believe in trans, how do you say it, Transubstation. Oh gosh, I'm not pronouncing it. Like you get to a different life after? No, transubstation, transubstiation. Oh, 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 that's oh. It. going underwater? No, transubstation is when you eat, when you get the, when you do communion. So when you eat the bread and the wine, you believe uh-huh. that it's literally becomes Jesus's blood and body uh, in your body. Oh, okay. So some people who believe in that may be less inclined to be careful about their hygiene when they eat it because they would believe that it protects them, right? But now churches are telling you that it doesn't protect you. So that must be like, complicated.
0: I have a, I also have a different story on this topic, sort of. I didn't want to Uh talk about coronavirus because there's coronavirus everywhere. Um, (laughs) Like all the news and everything, I'm getting overwhelmed, but. So I've noticed that some religions Um, this isn't, like, exclusive to Western religions, but um, I actually personally experienced this at a Buddhist temple.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So my friend, her mom, is, like, very involved in the Buddhist temple, um, and my siblings go there to take Chinese classes. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So I went there to, like, hang out with her or whatever we were actually making dumplings it was nice but mm-hmm. afterwards her mom came up and was like kind of trying to I don't know what what the term is but like for Christianity it would be like missionary work oh proselytizing uh, yeah I don't know what that what the that's, term is. that's like converting trying to convert someone's yeah, proselytizing yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh but um they were taking I don't want to say they were taking advantage, but they were using coronavirus as a consequence for not converting. You know? Oh, I don't so it's like that. That's yeah, not exactly. Nice. I was That's like, so, so
1: messed up.
0: So basically, she was like, long, long time ago, people, or not long time ago, but like people have been like getting. Uh, Like spirits have been coming to people and like reawakening them or something like that. (laughs) It was a whole load of things that I didn't really understand. But (laughs) Mm -hmm. basically, she was like, they already prophesized this virus long, long time ago. And that's why you shouldn't eat meat. You should be vegetarian, (laughs) blah blah blah. (laughs) And if you start praying uh praying for or like praying with, praying to praying to this, like, Buddhist deity, she will protect, he or she will protect you from this virus, and I was like, no, this is messed up.
1: Oh, it's so messed up. That's, like, kind of how cults operate, right? Exactly. They, they pick vulnerable people who are lonely and sad, and they're, like, we'll make you happy, and then you're happy for a little bit, and then you're stuck in a cult.
0: Yeah, I I would, yeah, it was just so messed up.
1: Uh that, that makes me think of like missionaries who I know it's a problem in um in like particularly in in um countries in Africa mm-hmm. but sometimes um proselytizing missionaries will go and they'll offer resources to the local community, but it it'll be conditional. Like you have to go to some sort of meeting. Yeah, I hate it. And I'm like if you really want to show God's love, you should be, like, unconditional. <laughs> you should be unconditional. You should just give it to other people, because otherwise you're just going to get rice Christians. Yeah, I think um, one
0: one big reason why I am skeptical of, like, religion as a whole, or even, oh like, God. spirituality, is because a lot of it has been capitalized and corrupted. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm just, like, I just, like, don't trust a lot of it. But also, um, back to my long-winded story. So, uh, yeah, I became a Christian, and then I started, I had, like, one phase that was, like, in middle school. I was, like, very, very strictly Christian. Like, I wouldn't even curse mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, but then... Middle school was also a time that I was grappling with my sexuality and trying to figure out what that meant. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it was more into, almost into high school, like eighth-ish grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I read the Bible every day too, and I prayed every day. <laughs> but as I was reading the Bible more and more and understanding it, I just thought it was full of bullshit. So. Yeah, that happened. But by this time, I also stopped going to church because uh, I don't know. I don't remember why. Oh, I think it was because my Chinese was good enough. But yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's my religious journey. And I have been like, I want to say, what is agnostic?
1: Um, Agnostic is when you believe there's a higher power, but then It's like God created the earth as like a clock that works by itself and then God left and then we're just here. Oh. It's like believe in a high power but you don't really care. I believe there's a higher power but I don't
0: believe that God made the earth.
1: So I get that 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 could probably still fall under agnostic. Yeah. Because agnostic still believe like you still believe in a higher power it's just like (laughs)
0: like i I believe in evolutionism but i don't yeah (laughs) Mm. so yeah
1: what about you oh boy um my parents met at church in chicago wow um so my dad's parents were christian before they immigrated he immigrated when he was 12 and they came here and they still like went to churches and stuff. And actually his first school he ever went to was a Christian school. Wow. And the nuns were like like they taught him a lot of English and stuff. So
0: so your your dad immigrated from China to here and Taiwan. It, oh, oh Taiwan. Gosh. Okay.
1: Shame on me for making that mistake.
0: His first um so his first like location was in Chicago. Yep. Okay.
1: And then my mom immigrated when she was twenty. I, yeah, I think I believe she immigrated when she was twenty to go to graduate school in Minnesota, and she was not Christian. She was okay. Wait, was your definite, your dad wasn't Christian either though? Right before no, he he, he was, was because he okay. grew up in a Christianish family. I think they become huh. more religious when they came to the U.S. Mm. My mom grew up in communist China. Like, my grandma still does Buddhist things and superstitious Confucius things. My grandparents closet. as well. Do you have a holy closet
0: with the little, like, We, um, things? we don't have it here, but when I was back in China, like, 11 years ago, there was in, like, that old house in China. I'm sure they still have it in China. Yo. It With, like, the Buddha and everything and, like, incest.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah. Um... So, my mom. A lot of peaches.
0: Yeah, but. <laughs> oh my gosh, so
1: many fruits. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. So, my mom came to the U.S., and then I think a lot of like the local Chinese churches invited her to some Chinese, like, study, Bible study groups, and she was mm-hmm. still not Christian. She was just like kind of hanging out there for the vibes <laughs> of the friends. Uh-huh. Um, and then she would. And then she started to, like, feel more inclined toward Christianity, and I actually interviewed her for this when I wrote my paper about Chinese-American Christianity, but, um... Ooh, I want to read that paper. It's so long and boring. I didn't... I wish I had more time to define it.
0: I was reading my papers for, um... Not papers. I was doing my readings for Class Tomorrow. Oh my god. I read, like, 80 pages... (laughs) dang okay to be fair it's like a week's worth of readings but I did it in one day I was reading for uh Asian American queerness and like politics and stuff and I thought it was going to be really interesting but there was like one of the papers that was like
1: I could not get through it was it just theory yeah mostly because like Queer theory is like queer intense. theory is so hard. It's I, so hard to read. I'm like, uh But yeah, go ahead. Oh yes. Um. So my mom, she went to Chicago. She's working. She's attending. And She said, like, I thought she was just, at grad school in Minnesota. Yeah, and then she got a job in. Oh, okay, okay. In Chicago, and she suddenly felt very at peace one day, and she was like, Hmm, maybe I ought to get baptized. Because she she was just okay, that sounded weird the way I put it, but she <laughs> was thinking about God, uh-huh. and she felt very at peace about the decision mm-hmm. and um so someone asked her if she would like to get baptized, and she was like, "Yes, I would, and she that week before she got baptized, she met my dad, wow. And, I know. And then she got baptized. This is like some, like, drama. <laughs> I know. Some Chinese drama. <laughs> so dramatic. She she got baptized, and then she and my dad started dating. Wow. And then I came along. No. No. They got married 11 months later, and then I came along. Wow, 11 months. Not long after that. I know. Insane.
0: At least they're still together. That says yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whew. Okay, cool. Oh, and for myself, not my parents, I, wow, this is such a long story. I grew up in the church. I was a very religious kid. Um, When did, wait, so
0: did they move to Florida first
1: and then had you? Yeah. Okay. They moved here when they got married and my dad was already attending Chinese Baptist Church Miami. So Mm -hmm. I grew up in the church and I remember one of your questions was about, like, family and religion, mm-hmm. but I feel like ethnicity plays as equal of a role.
0: Am I, I agree. Like,
1: because I, Miami does not have a lot of Asians. Mm-hmm. Like, we are a diverse city, but we don't have a lot of Asian Americans, so almost all of my Asian American peers were from church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like the way I got to experience Chinese culture was through church. And I did go to a Chinese, like Chinese school, but um it was kind of poorly organized. So okay. It's very bad. Um and as I grew in the church, I I also read the Bible every day. I still read the Bible every day. Wow. Um but I also like I think I've begun to appreciate some of the things as metaphors and not necessarily, like, I also believe in evolution, but I, I just, I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd and I just like religious texts. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do want to read the Quran eventually. Wow. I, just, I don't know. I just think they're just so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was very involved in my church. Like I was so involved in my youth group. I sang in choir. inquire and children's ministry. And then I think I got burnt out and then I had kind of, I had a f- very toxic friend at church. So I had to take a little bit of a break my 10th and 10th grade. And then I, I still go now, but I go a lot less. Uh-huh. But one of the things I did lose was like having a lot of Asian American friends. Like as soon as I started going to church, I noticed that my friends were like non-Asian, which is fine. It, it was just different. Um, and I'm still looking for a community now, but I'm also trying to like I think I'm going through that college stage where I'm like sifting through my beliefs and trying to figure out like, is this making me a better person or is this just like giving me stability? Mm-hmm. Um, like what's gonna help me grow? And I think I'm still like looking at religions, not like every religion, but I think like I am open to the idea of exploring other things.
0: Mm wow so i guess are there were there instances that other people challenged your religion or you
1: yourself challenged your religion oh my goodness <laughs> i and i was an intense like kid okay like, I was very religious, but you I wasn't, are. like, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. TBHA <laughs> is still a really intense, person, <laughs> but I remember, like, I wasn't, I wasn't a very argumentative person, but I also had logic skills, and I remember in second grade, there's something, I was in vacation Bible school, no, I was in Sunday school, and the teacher was like, you need to love everybody, and I raised my hand, and said, if we have to love everybody, does that mean we have to love Satan? <laughs> and <laughs> oh my because, god like, you know, second the bible grade? says love your enemy yeah and i didn't even mean it i didn't mean it in any way to be questioning like i actually had that question and i remember my teacher was so shook she brought in like she had to go talk to the pastor and come back and the answer was no i'd not have to love satan but it, well, that <laughs> showed that she didn't even know yeah i know right
0: and i is that like some scar on like trust and authority
1: yeah and then i remember we were studying the old testament and i was talking about like we were learning about the um israelites kicking out people out of in and i said does this mean murder is justifiable wow you're such a smart kid and, well that was when i was older but i always like i was a religious kid but it was because i thought about things so intensely and i often i don't know i feel at least for me that if I'm going to be part of a religion mm-hmm. I have to interrogate my own beliefs because mm. like yeah feeling something is nice and good but if it doesn't make sense logically something could be wrong. Of course mm. you can't like prove anything when it comes down to it but I, I just I don't know. like to interrogate those things.
0: I I think that interrogation phase came a lot later for me <laughs> than for you. As I said, it was like near almost high school that I realized a lot of it was bullshit. But yeah, maybe I took it too literally. Who knows?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, the is a very complicated piece of text. Yeah, it is like some of it I'm like this is so fun like this is a very nice thing that is uplifting and sometimes I read something and I'm like okay I don't know what to do with this
0: okay yeah that's exactly what I feel like
1: Mm -hmm. and I also feel like um a lot of conservative churches don't aren't very flexible when Mm. they when they when they look at things Oh, one of the questions I remember asking was like we so the Bible talks about slavery. Mm-hmm. Like slaves worship your masters. And my and my Sunday school teacher explained it to us as slavery is bad, but Jesus knew that it wasn't the right time to say slavery is bad. So he didn't like say it. Anyways, but then I asked him, I was like, then how come we don't think the same way about passages about women like um, wives o- obey your husband that should also be contextualized look at you time. a
0: little feminist already
1: <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh I don't know that's just how I am like I'm not trying to be difficult and I don't even think I'm that skeptical of a person but like it just didn't make sense in my head
0: so even though like you had these like logical fallacies, um, you still stuck with your religion. They are still religious now.
1: Yeah. Um, well, some of the things I, like the woman thing I've come to think of it as kind of, I, I think of it as um, when Paul was saying women can't teach men, what he was referring to was not that all women can't teach men, is that um, during the time, women weren't allowed to study the law. Mm. So then when women were allowed to study the law, which is during Paul's time, because Paul was like, women should also learn the law. And that was super feminist back in the day. Wow. Um, Yeah. It's still now. He needed to learn. They, women had to learn the law from the men who had already studied it. Um. And there had been a group of, um, during biblical times, there was a group of people that were teaching the law, but not from the original text mm. and that group included some women and that's just I don't know I'm just sometimes I just wonder maybe I should just go to a what is it what <laughs> religious school what is it called theology school yeah oh a seminary I feel like that'd be fun for me
0: I feel like it would be fun for you it would you be just fun. kind of dissect these texts religious texts and try to have logical answers I would have way too much fun it- <laughs> I'm such a nerd oh my god I know I yeah <laughs> okay this is an aside but I think I remembered something uh-huh I low-key do think my church was evangelical but I'm not sure but there's this one day I went to church and I was wearing ripped jeans and I got yelled at for wearing ripped jeans so yeah <laughs> oh interesting Hmm. I don't know what that would fall under, so.
1: That, that just literally depends on the church, because you can go to any church, and they'll be like, um, why are you wearing ripped jeans? Like, my church wouldn't care, but there are other things, like, my church would care about. Like, Like. they're not, they're very not LGBT friendly. They're quite anti-LGBT. Okay. That bothers me. They're quite, well, they're, they're pretty misogynistic. They don't think so, but I'm like, women aren't allowed to be deacons, that's kind of a problem. What? (laughs) Yeah, these are the things where I'm like, I need to find a good, a new church.
0: Yeah, I think my church was more on the liberal side, I would say.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I didn't, I didn't feel any, like, explicit anti-LGBT content or any explicit, like, misogynistic or more sexist. like
1: microaggressions I think they were more micro like,
0: but like yeah today I read a text called queer now by um Sedgwick uh-huh. she talked about the now and I think a lot of the now changes because now is more like things that you realize in hindsight which is one of these things because like in the moment you don't really know, hey, this is sexist, or this is misogynist, maybe you know, because you're smart, but I didn't, so I, I did just, I know, so I just kind of went along with these things, so I don't remember any microaggressions that were, like, put on me, or anything like that, mm-hmm. but, yeah, in hindsight,
1: there probably were some. Oh, I was, like, I absorbed so many things about women, like, wow. I, when I was a kid, I thought a pulled to be a pastor. I was like, that'd be so yeah, cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Like, also, my personality type seems to match that profile. <laughs> I'd probably be a pretty kick-ass pastor. You would be. Um, but I remember, like, reading about it and thinking about it. And in church, we were taught only men could be pastors. So then I was just like, okay. Wow. Oh, did, did you know I was president of my school's Bible club? What? No. Oh my God, you didn't, this is some deep high school, Naomi. Wow, I want to know about this. I was president for three years. Holy shit. And I brought food every single Thursday morning, and we, like, we got the, actually, my current boyfriend, he used to go, he's Jewish, and he used to come and steal food from Bible Club, and that's how we know each other. (laughs) Oh, my God. oh my god that's cute we, though we should have got some dude who came in who would be like hail satan can i have a cookie and then he would list sit in because <laughs> what it was like it was so i actually like the way i did it if i went back i think i would have given better lessons because I, I think i'm a little nerdier than everyone else but i do like the community i built mm. that was really nice
0: that's good what do you think aspects of your personality stem from religion or spirituality?
1: You have I quirks. Think, oh, I'm so quirky. <laughs> but that might just be because I'm quirky. Yeah. Um, so I think about this a lot. And I'm like, am I... Am I just... A nice person or is that from religion um. do nice people to be really religious people nice because i i've met a lot of religious people and i'm like you are a jerk and then i met other people i'm like you are so nice um i think one part is that i put others people i view others' people's needs sometimes more important than myself Good. and i think that's from christianity and i you don't think that's from Asianness? I don't know if that I don't know if that'd be from Asian-ness. I think it could be from womanhood. That uh, could be something. Uh, but also, it could be from
0: growing up as a woman in an Asian household.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, my parents were always like, "Nia, he's too nice. Nia, he's too nice. You need to be mean." When I first met people. you, I
0: always I also thought you were too nice.
1: Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> To, put it, very to put
0: it blatantly, you're a pushover. <laughs> I know. I get that so often.
1: And I want to go to law school.
0: Oh my god. You're going to die in law school. <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe it'll turn me into like, maybe it'll make me a little Monster. meaner So I'll just be like a normal person. Like, not mean, not nice. just. Sometimes you're so nice that I feel bad for being how I am.
0: <laughs> what did I do? No, you're just, like, so nice. (laughs) Thanks. For, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I have to, like, look at myself and be like,
1: your moral values. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I got recently diagnosed with anxiety. And apparently one of the things that very anxious people do is that they take too much responsibility. And that's I think you do. And that's fueling my religious crisis, too. Because now I'm like, am I just anxious or am I religious? I think it's both i think i'm anxious and religious mm-hmm. i think i'm just still like trying to figure out which is which yeah and i think you're nice as a person yeah
0: thank you yeah doesn't have um, to be attached to religion mm-hmm. or it could be attached to your religion yeah so what if you're nice because you're religious does that make it immoral for you
1: yeah like if religion is gonna make people nicer and make people happier when they're going through sad times like I don't care what you're believing in like that's awesome yeah as long as you're not being a jerk butthole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah wow nice. I use language a little bit more liberally than some of my uh, other Christian peers really oh well that's true yeah I I definitely I've heard you it. curse yeah yeah I I I have a little bit of a cursing streak it's okay Not i just don't I do. tend to say certain things like i don't like i don't like to use god's name huh. and i don't like to like if i'm insulting someone i'll just be like you butt I'm, crack yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty much you're so nice Well, wow. thanks dude <sighs> is there anything else you want to add Or let me think. Do I have any other questions? Oh, yeah. So I wanted to ask, this might be too far-fetched to the future, but in the future, when you do find a partner, do you want them to be
1: Christian as well or religious as well? Oh, my gosh. I've given that so much (laughs) thought.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. I thought it was too far-fetched.
1: Oh, I don't... (laughs) I don't know if it's clear to you, but I'm quite the overthinker. Okay. I overthink everything. and um, So you have your life planned out, I'm sure. I don't have my life <laughs> planned out, but I do have like, Milestones. I think I have a, I have a very Rough. strong moral compass that I have thought about. And I'm like, is this okay for me? Is this not okay for me? Like, there are certain things I'm like, uh-huh. I don't want to do that. I feel like that's a good thing to have.
0: Like, I yeah. don't, I don't have, like, an explicit or even written down, excuse mm-hmm. me, uh, moral values, so mm-hmm.
1: I need to do that one day. I'm sure you have them if you've just, like, if you put your thought to it, like, you'd be like, oh, I value this and I value that. I know I have things that I value, but I think under a certain circumstance or
0: situation that I have to make a choice, I have to struggle a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Um, what were we talking about? Your future partner. Oh yes, my future partner. Um. So when I was younger, I was raised that of this idea that God yoke yokes people together. Like we are. This is such a weird metaphor for people who aren't Christian, but it's a it's a normal. Okay. <laughs> I promise, okay. it's a okay, normal okay. metaphor. I'm going to be open minded and. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But the idea is that you and your partner are supposed to be at the same level of, like, you're both supposed to be Christian Uh or a follower of God. So then, like, you you are given the same mission Uh when you're trying to, like, help the world and things. So for a very long time, I was like, I should only date people who are Christian. Mm -hmm. But then I, now that I'm kind of in a big question mark, that doesn't seem like, that doesn't seem to make sense to be looking for someone who else who also is a question mark. I think I am open to people of most religions. I think there are a few religions that I would stay away from, like Scientology. Is that even a religion? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would date a Mormon. Like, I'd be open to being friends with a Mormon. We can chill. But you know, I I want my parents to be at my wedding, and in uh-huh. like, I don't think I want to be a Mormon. <laughs> Okay. Um I think even though I am open to every religion, I predict chances are I would be end up with someone who's either an atheist, agnostic or follows an Abrahamic religion. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I could potentially end up with a Buddhist. That might happen. But I don't I don't I don't see that happen happening as like, that as likely as happening is happening as, like, maybe pairing with another religion. Mm. Do your parents have any preferences for you? I don't know. My parents love my boyfriend right now, and he is Jewish. They think okay, it's so rad. Good. And I've gone to Shabbat dinner twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's too early for me to know if my parents... Have yeah. preferences because you're clearly, only like 21. I'm 21 and I'm in my first relationship, so like it's a little early to be thinking. I didn't know that, but okay. Nobody knows that about me.
0: What I thought you've had like previous relationships. What? No, nope. <laughs> okay.
1: I know everybody's so shook when they learn that they're like, What, Naomi?
0: Everyone probably thinks that you deserve to have a
1: relationship by now. I think it was. Zia, who was like, you'd make an excellent girlfriend, like, just as a person, and I'm like, you would make an excellent girlfriend. I don't know what that says about me, but thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You would be an excellent, I guess you're very supportive, so,
1: it's good. Yeah, Yeah, we'll see, but also if the other person was of a different religion and they were particularly religiously inclined like to the level that they expected me to convert I don't think I could do that Uh I think I I seek a partner who is open-minded because I I totally support people who have very strict views of the universe and how it works but I don't know if that would work with my lifestyle of the other person just thought everything i believed in was stupid mm-hmm. even if they don't believe in it i would like them to be respectful. supportive of me yeah yeah <laughs> at least respectful do you How think about for you for me do you think you would date someone of another religion
0: honestly i don't know
1: <laughs> <laughs> i
0: to be honest right now i am more comfortable with eastern religions um mm-hmm. or people who are religious uh, practitioners of Eastern religions, um, just because of the trauma. I don't even know if it's categorized as trauma, but my experiences with Western religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would prefer someone who is also agnostic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they were, like, I cannot do, like, the same as you. I can't do someone who's, like, super strict um, or super <laughs> religious, I feel like. I cannot convert to something else. Um, but, yeah. But I think in this situation, this is this is also a question that I pose to you, but do you think that rel- uh, rather than religious affiliation, political affiliation is more important oh because <laughs> I think for me political affiliation is also really important um well but I think
1: it it's it more depends important what for you, me. I think it depends what you mean by political affiliation because just being a democrat for me is like it doesn't tell me a whole lot yeah yeah I know what you mean um I guess
0: uh, I don't know how to say
1: I guess that person needs
0: to feel about the same liberal
1: yeah socially progressive
0: yeah feel the same about me on a lot of social issues I think that's what's Mm -hmm. important to me right now um so like for example my girlfriend is very pro-china and we've talked a lot a lot
1: we've
0: we've argued a lot too Um, about Hong Kong Hong Kong, too, and this virus thing, and how China handled it so much better than America. I am just going to say that right now. China handled their virus
1: a lot better than America's handling it right now. Well, I think they handled it better in the second half, because I feel like in the beginning, they weren't so hot about... It's because... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Oh, gosh, that might get me cut off wechat Don't <laughs> no,
0: no 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 you're gonna be <laughs> fine i i talk to my girlfriend a lot about these types of things and she's also changed my mind for some things and yeah i think it's healthy even though it's a struggle to argue with her but yeah i'm trying Don't to be more open-minded
1: yeah
0: i'm trying to be more open-minded to chinese politics right now Mm-hmm. And I'm way more skeptical of media anywhere, just like any media. Wow. Yeah. Even even leftist media in America,
1: uh-huh. which I usually
0: just read and take for granted.
1: But. What would you consider leftist media in America? Like pro public. <sighs> Wait, I don't read enough pro public legend like that. Like I've certainly seen it around, but I'm not I... saying
0: like extremely leftist. I would consider liberal news media, like, part of that category to be skeptical oh, okay. of. okay. Like, NY, New York Times. Oh, I'm such a New York Times junkie! Like, even though I still read it, I'm just, like, a little bit more skeptical of it. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think it's good to be skeptical about anything you read. And then I would, if I read something and I question it, I would go to the Chinese website and read the same thing. And it would be so different. Mm-hmm. so I don't know what to believe sometimes, but yeah.
1: <laughs> hmm. I, well, I view political values to kind of be an extension of my religious Moral values. values okay. Because I think everybody should have a good value system. It doesn't mean that it doesn't make them political or not. That's true. And I think like, as long as I, chances are, I would probably preserve per- for someone who was on the progressive side, Mm -hmm. I don't really see myself with someone who is conservative, but I do believe that everybody should have health care, not because I believe in that specific issue, but I believe that everyone should be society, we should live in a society where we take care of each other and that it's good for people with less privilege, that there's a way for people with less privilege to, move up up in society move up in society and if i and i would like my partner to be on board like Mm. i could be friends with someone who doesn't believe that but you know i want to go home and if i want to go help out a charity or something my spouse better be on board hey i agree yeah okay you think yeah like religion or like politics are more intense forces Oh,
0: my God.
1: Honestly, I, I
0: don't <laughs> know. Uh, I think in modern day society, I would say politics. Because there's just so much news coverage on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't see much coverage of religions. Like, fighting against each, or, each other, like, how the left and yeah. right are fighting right now, you know? Yeah but i think for individuals it's just
1: up to them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i know after the 2016 election i was just very shook with my church because i just realized so many people were they pro-trumpers well my god well not the institution like it's not my entirety church but there were there were more people in the congregation that were pro-trump than i would like Wow, and then sometimes they'll say things like illegal immigrants, which I don't like. Say undocumented, and they'll be like, "The Bible says we have to obey the laws," and I'm like, "What if the laws are not moral?" <sighs> um, yeah, didn't you see that coming, though? <laughs> I saw from, it coming. Yeah, but it was just like, I don't know, when it's people in your community, you'd like to think that they're yeah, I know what you mean better than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: You have anything else you want to talk about?
1: I don't know, I talked a lot. Uh Hmm. I think a part of my religious identity has been shaped by also having discussions with my friends of other religions or friends of the same religion mm-hmm. because in the, I think sometimes in churches there's such a hierarchical structure mm-hmm. when it comes to like the elderly and the and younger people that it's hard to have a balanced conversation about religion Yeah, I and I found my friend my freshman roommate Zia She's atheist and she ha- asked me very difficult questions about religion. And thank goodness oh. I've like, and thank goodness I've like thought about things. Yeah. I wasn't like, Oh, I hadn't thought of that before. But like, I actually found that to be very helpful because it, it helped me refine my mm-hmm. ideas about things and like listening to her morals and her morals are completely different from mine. Like she values animal lives probably more than she values human lives. And that was, like, totally new to me. And I think, like, learning about people's different moral structures is just important.
0: Wow. Okay, we're going to have a very deep conversation about that soon. Uh, not on on record.
1: <laughs> yeah, not on record. Is there anything yeah, you
0: wanted to talk about? I, I want to, no, well, it was fun learning about your, it was interesting learning about your um, religious journey. But mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, I want to talk to you more about moral values in general and we dissect should. it oh my gosh <laughs> intense it would be fun all right um so i'm gonna read the outro um and then i'm gonna ask you to plug social media accounts or whatever that you want to plug or say anything you want to say follow me at the lamp. then ch- me at okay sorry <laughs> the outro <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe if you enjoyed it. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram or email us with new podcast ideas. If you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash mxasianamerican. And Naomi, do you want to plug anything, any social media or any last
1: words? Well, you can follow me on Instagram at the lamb Chop. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name yeah and Lamb spelled L-A-M like my last name um, and I'm currently interning with Interfaith Worker Justice woo. Um, more specifically South Florida Interfaith Worker Justice so if you're interested in worker justice issues please give our Facebook and Twitter a like and follow wow awesome thank you for coming on woo